This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Thursday, August 2nd, 2007. I'm Caleb Brown. The No Child Left Behind Act was hailed as a fantastic compromise and remains a showpiece for President Bush's domestic agenda. NCLB, as it's known, was a massive federal imposition on state education systems. Now as President Bush fights a surprising battle to get NCLB reauthorized with both Republicans and Democrats, what is the five-year record of No Child Left Behind? Neil McCluskey, a policy analyst with the Cato Institute's Center for Educational Freedom, offers his thoughts on NCLB's real record and what President Bush's agenda ought to be. Five years later, what is the record of achievement under the No Child Left Behind Act? Well, it's kind of fuzzy what the record of achievement is of No Child Left Behind. We definitely have no evidence that it is improving um, test scores or academic achievement from five years ago. Um, the Secretary of Education and the President like to point to National Assessment of Educational Progress data, um, and they say in five years we've had the biggest increase in math scores uh, ever in the test. But the five years they're referring to starts several years before No Child Left Behind and ends in the middle of it. If you look at other data, you actually see just flat scores are going down a little. But the point is, we don't really know what effect No Child Left Behind is having versus all the other reforms that are going into education. But we do know that if you look at the test scores that cover only the time that No Child Left Behind has existed, the National Assessment of Educational Progress scores, they're either flat or down. So no reason to believe the law is working, and plenty of reason to believe that it's not working and it's being evaded. There has been something of a Republican turnaround in terms of support for the bill, but also among Democrats. Yeah. Um, the law actually started off as being somewhat unpopular, especially with more libertarian-minded or traditional conservative Republicans. And there is a pretty big block of, of more progressive Democrats who dislike the law because it has uh, – Republicans don't like it or – conservatives and libertarians, many of whom are Republicans, didn't like it because the federal government has no legitimate role in education and they didn't like how you know, we were further centralizing the system. Well, and many progressives who are you know, typically Democrats, they disliked the law because it had a lot of standards and tests and punitive measures that would be used against school districts that didn't do well in, in these tests. And a lot of progressives dislike greatly sort of standards, tests, and, and regimentation in the schools. Well, in the time that No Child Left Behind existed, the the disgruntlement, if that's even a word, but with progressives have gotten a lot worse because the law has forced a lot of changes under their schools, a lot of regimentation, a lot of bureaucracy. And Republicans have really turned against the law because in large part, many of them voted for it because President Bush was new at the time and needed a big uh, legislative victory, and they wanted to give it to him at No Child Left Behind. So they, you know, they sort of swallowed their their convictions. They said, "Okay, we'll vote for this." And now President Bush isn't too popular. No Child Left Behind is very unpopular. It appears to not be working, and they said, "There's no point in trying to stick with a bill like this." Many of the enforcement provisions of No Child Left Behind hinge upon standards that are set by the states. 
Uh, what's happened to the state-based proficiency standards since No Child Left Behind has passed? Mm-hmm. That, that really gets to the, the central um, conflict within No Child Left Behind. It, it was written and touted as the federal government finally requiring states and schools to reach rigorous, to write rigorous standards and to meet them with, with annual testing. And that's what, you know, if you listen to the Secretary of Education or the President, they'll say, you know, we've ended the soft bigotry of low expectations and we've really demanded high standards. Except within the law to protect local control, so politicians can also say, oh, we believe in local control. We always believe in local control. It leaves it to states to write the standards, define what proficiency means, write the tests. And so they've actually lowered standards or found many ways to game standards so they're not rigorous or even often less rigorous than they used to be. Um, Because if they do that, if they get the test scores to increase, uh, they stay out of trouble under the law. It doesn't matter whether those test scores actually represent less proficiency than they used to. The important thing for the people at the state and the school districts are to stay out of trouble. So with all the rhetoric of raising standards, No Child Left Behind has actually pushed them down. Describe some alternatives to reauthorizing No Child Left Behind. Well, the best thing they can do is let just No Child Left Behind die. So they don't have to replace it with anything else. It can just disappear. Um, and, and that would be ideal. Get rid of No Child Left Behind and get rid of all federal involvement in education because there's no constitutional authority for the federal government to be involved. Um, and there's no track record of success. It's not like they violated the Constitution and have produced great results. I mean, we've had 40 years of federal involvement. Test scores are, are totally flat, if not dropping. Um And so what we really need is for the federal government to get out, No Child Left Behind to die. And then if people in Washington, politicians in Washington, want to be involved in education, let them use the bully pulpit to say at the state and local levels, let's have finally school choice for everyone so that we can have really meaningful and efficient accountability by letting parents finally take money out of bad schools and take them to good schools. And we don't need any of these ridiculous schemes like No Child Left Behind because parents will make sure that the education system works. Neil McCluskey is a policy analyst with the Cato Institute's Center for Educational Freedom. This is the Cato Daily Podcast. You may make a donation to the Institute at our website, cato.org.